The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. We shall never surrender. You're going to need a bigger boat. This is about keeping faith with the idea of America. Please clap. This is the Brian Suits Show. I'm all over the place. Don't have the little phone thingy on the mic. Forgot my phone at home. Don't know where my headphone volume is. Uh, the whole thing. Burns is here uh, with Bruce Greg. It is Friday practice. Welcome, everybody. And the richest person from Yakima ever. Yay. We'll uh, be back right after this. Let's get you to work. Uh, first things first, let's get you uh, to work with our right-way traffic. You know, if you don't need to go anywhere, don't. All I can say. And if you don't need to go anywhere, probably a good idea not to. Probably, probably a good idea not to. Uh, yeah, a little bit of rain. Uh, whatever. Um, and so uh, welcome at Sam 770 KTTH uh, for your Friday practice, uh, the 9th of June, 2022, uh, along with producer Greg. And r- remember that metric. My, this is my new unit of measurement, Greg. Is, Let's hear it. <clears throat> how many Mississippi rivers is that equivalent to? Four. Yeah, and well, you're wrong because the the last atmospheric river uh, that we had, the Seattle Times said it was 15 Mississippi rivers. That's you know that's nearly thirteen thousand skookumchucks, or in layman's terms, a lot. I yeah, I I don't understand how I'm supposed to understand how 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 much is one mississippi river it's a big river i get it and i know we're supposed to hate the rain right now but when i see constant news stories about drought uh, in las vegas in california i don't mind the drizzle so much oh my god you know what lake mead is going down like a foot per day it was uh i think it was william shatner who who literally uh was suggesting a giant aqueduct uh, coming from British Columbia down to California. I was going to say, it's only a matter of time before they want all our water up here because yeah. we got it. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, wetness. Uh, I, we has I, it. I has it. Um, and uh, so anyway, what a great day to wear shorts is what I say every single day. Did you yeah. wear shorts to the newsroom again? Yeah. And and you, uh, you, shorts and a sweatshirt, that is forbidden well, in most states. I'm, I am... Uh, you know, in solidarity with someone. Okay. Who, you look out there. Look at the guy today wearing a shirt and tie. Chris, he, I love him. Yeah, we yeah. He, we're supposed to do a week of shorts, and I, oh. I see that he's uh, <laughs> he's betrayed me uh, today. So uh, so anyway, um, uh, well, congratulations to da- the, the former Davis High School pirate, and uh, I hope uh, I hope he's still a Washington resident, but uh, Cooper Cup. From uh, your uh, Yakima, Yakima Davis Pirates, a former Eastern Washington uh, Eagle, with a $80 million extension, making him uh, the one of the NFL's top paid receivers. Show me ever. the money. Yeah. This is I, a, only a three-year contract, right? I don't, yeah, three-year, $80 million <laughs> oh extension. That's crazy. Tyreek Hill is the highest paid wide receiver, making $3 million annually. But for, for I'm assuming, I mean... It, he has an accountant, I'm fairly positive, and I hope his accountant says, where are you from? Uh, Davis High School, go Pirates. Oh, can you buy a house in Yakima, in Yakima, Vegas, and, and that can be your residence? I, I mean, 75, believe, well, it's- He could buy a couple houses with this contract. Yeah, but California's going to come for that money. He's You can't escape federal taxes, 
uh, the whole thing. But <clears throat> I mean, when you're talking Cooper Cup money, you know, it's a it's a gigantic chunk. And do what do what Musk did. Do what Spielberg does. Um, uh, you know, get your money the hell out of California. It's it's uh, it's really funny that that they. Uh, this is part of the problem of not having, well, okay, what am I saying? Um, you know, in Oregon, there's no sales tax, but there's an income tax. In Washington, there's no income tax, but there's a sales tax. Well, no, in California, it's all of it. There's a sales tax, there's an income tax, you know, the whole thing. And it's one or the other. Your state, if if, if your state is run fairly well, it's one or the other. You never, ever, you know, do them both. Um, but Part of the problem is that the revenue model in California is literally based on. It was funny because when the halfwit Schwarzenegger was was governor, he pointed this out because he was one of the millionaires that in California, fifty uh, percent of the state revenue, and that's every you know that pays for every, half of everything in the largest state in the union, is dependent on the income tax of only four hundred thousand people. It's I a, believe it. It's a really. It's like literally 1% of the state is is paying for 50% of the revenue and that 1% of the state all it takes is a couple of them to move out and and it suddenly you can't pay for the night shift at the prison you know and, and things like that and so so anyway you know if i'm i'm just you know i don't know cooper cup he's a, he seems like a good enough chap you know he's got a super bowl ring now i would get get my money out of california and buy some shack in yakima in Shakima. So uh, anyway, uh, well, the uh, the president was driving from the I don't know where he landed yesterday in L.A., but driving to the uh, El Capitan Theater to tape Jimmy Kimmel and a uh, woman rushed the motorcade. And here's how that sounded. Did you believe this? Yeah. <laughs> You did hear the sound of her flopping on the on the pavement. It's very visual, but our listeners can get a little bit of the idea. And she, how did her top knot come off? Because she was wearing the most razor thin t shirt of yeah, all like time, a spaghetti strap. You know, yes. Thing. And when the cop like throws her to the ground, I thought, oh, there's going to be some graphic skin here. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean, you can you can hear the contact and uh, plunk and and um kerplunk. So the the president said many many nonsensical things. He was on the the one that he said at the end is uh is is the one that when I listened to it again, I went, wait a minute, isn't that the same as never let a crisis go to waste what's the, the famous rama manual that's pretty much that's it pretty much it yeah. Don't, you know if, if they're if and whether what whatever it is school shooting you know whatever don't don't let a crisis go to waste and the president rephrased that only it was a his folksy anecdote is that it's what his mother used to say but in listening to this again and uh here here it is from last night the com- completely political barking now far lefty jimmy kimmel who used to be a different guy when he did a morning show here in Seattle, for, uh, for instance. Uh, but any, anyway, here's uh, Biden's nonsensical clip number three. Climate is something we, we could all look back at these days and go, oh, my God. But why we have made we... some progress there. There's five, some, some thousand. But but it's moving. It's moving. 
My mother used to say, out of everything bad, something good will come if you look hard enough for it. So the re- Ding, ding, ding. That's a new one. See, I, Apparently, his mother said, when out of everything bad, something good will come of it. I, that must have been comforting after his first wife and children were killed in a car accident. The reduction on the use of oil also increases the need to find alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, that's why I'm going. Oh, wait. You see, it's a good thing. Whatever you're paying at the pump this morning, that's a good thing. Because it'll it'll increase the pressure to find alternatives. I mean, you knew this was coming. I'm really surprised he said it out loud, but he he said it out loud that it's that there there are people behind cameras that will not go on camera or on mic who are delight absolutely delighted about the uh, a ten dollar you know pub- publicity about ten dollar gas in Mendocino, California. And on the use of oil also increases the need to find alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, that's why I'm going over to the quote G7, the seven largest economies in the world and meeting in uh, in Germany in a couple weeks. Well, we're looking uh, hard. Funny you mentioned Germany. Funny you you mentioned Germany six months ago, you know, before the Putin price hike or what we're calling it. You had your Germany absolutely dependent on Russian natural gas, which they will be through 2023, no matter what they say. Um, And in December, uh, six months ago, they 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 continued to close down their nuclear power plants at a time when they knew they would need energy more than ever. They continued to close down nuclear power plants. They're going to be non-nuclear by the end of this year. I think there's only two left now. Guess where they're buying a let now that natural gas has got up in price, now that everything has got up in price. Guess where they're buying electricity from? It's and here's a clue it's next door and it ain't Belgium, it ain't it ain't Luxembourg. Yes, they're buying nuclear generated electricity from France. It, I, I, the irony when I watched this this morning, I was in a bit of a fog looking for my phone. When I heard it again, and then like, well, that's you know, you should bring that up in Germany. The the cost of energy and alternatives, and and the whole thing. It's absolutely verboten in this country to talk nuclear. Um, the French learned a lesson during the Arab oil embargo of the seventies. Uh, don't depend on them for oil. So on that, good, yay us. In fact, we export oil. But uh, okay, um, if you're going to play this game about folksy mom anecdote. What did your mom think of nuclear energy? Uh, back in a second, AM 770 KTTH. It is uh, the Brian Suit Show here for Friday practice. Let's get you to work on uh, with the right white traffic. All right, we're back. AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suit here with the producer, Greg. And boy, it was a really good episode of Obi-Wan last night, didn't you think? I missed it. Perhaps purposefully missed it. Um, and- What was so good about it? I, it's you and McGregor. It's young, young Obi Wan. He a lightsaber. Pew pew pew. It's uh, what's not to that like? pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah, is that good? Um, and uh, man, like explosive things on screen. My my complaint is that you you can kind of see where the budget is. The budget is in the effects and some sure. of the names, some of the actors. The budget is not in the externals. You know, there. Uh, Lucas famously went to Tunisia for Tatooine or whatever, right? Not not in 2022, uh, not in 2021 uh, and, and all that. Not not The Mandalorian, not Book of Boba Fett. Do not, we know what the Obi-Wan. ratings have been for Obi-Wan? Oh, they're, they're terrific. Really? You, you put Star Wars, oh, yes. That's a bummer. 
but apparently Mandalorian, <laughs> them. Book of Book of Fat, and Obi Wan all take place in the uh, the distant, exotic, uh, desolate planet of San Clarita, and <laughs> Santuine or something. Yeah, that's what it is, San Clarita, Tatooine, and uh, and it's all yeah, it, it's kind of distracting. It's it's it, you know, I mean, go to a for, how about well, wasn't um where where the the Ewoks lived. In, Endor, uh, yeah, which was uh, filmed in NorCal and, right. and Southern Oregon. It was all amongst gigantic, you know, redwood sequoias and and all that. I mean, just go up there. Give me a give me a forest planet. Yeah, and if you want to talk original trilogy, I'll do that all day long with you. But or anything an past planet. that, you've lost me. If you look up the 21st century America in uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica, you just see one word: derivative. Yeah. It, I, we just keep regurgitating the same stuff over and over and over again. It's societal decay, Not Brian. Peaky Blinders. Not Peaky Blinders. <laughs> but again, my protest that. against that show is the bad name. I know. It's so <laughs> so weird, so so obscure. And and uh, I was busy yesterday enjoying the sunshine outside. I didn't lock the doors and turn on my favorite TV show. Oh, you should have got outside I yesterday, did. Brian. I, I had a guy come and mow five acres. And well, that sounds like I, the guy I, was outside. Well, I'm I'm super. I, I was, um, you know, uh, boy, how to put this? His mastery of of our tongue, uh-huh. uh was not the best. And we, uh, I, I I called a number that was at um, the farm and feed store, and he came out, and I said, okay, I need from here to here, from there to there, go yep. around the garden where I've tilled, and da 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 da. And I mean the the grass is tall, you know it's it's tall grass. Did something but, but, get lost in communication? And and I and I said and I said you're gonna bring a a riding mower or what? And he he and he he sort of nodded and and I and I thought well there's a gap here, so I did the universal ten to two hands like this that means riding mower. Sure. Right. And that, I went riding mower, and I even I gave him an engine sound, <laughs> whatever. Oh no! He comes out with a push mower. That could take a while. Ah, uh, yeah. And then you know, three hours into it, you know, three he's not, hours. He's, he's knocking on my door saying his mower's broken. He has to go get a different mower. And I'm like, maybe a riding mower. And I, I nearly, I nearly told him, yeah, you know, don't worry about it. You know, I can, I can get someone. Don't, don't come back with another. Mm-hmm. Push more. Um, and, uh, but anyway, it was a beautiful day. I was out helping him with my, you know, edgers. I felt bad that he was so badly prepared, but I'm like, bro, you, you had, Hermano, you had a poster up at the store saying landscaping, mowing, edge, and all that. I called you. False advertising? You know, I didn't, yeah, I, I, was, I was a little, little annoyed because, um, I, and I, I wanted them, you, you know how, <clears throat> like, um, at 7 a.m., we're here. And I'm not hearing a mower outside the window. Mm-hmm. I that's what I wanted. And you know, he showed up like at noonish oh, with, right. with the wrong mower. So I was outside. Don't how dare you? Okay, what's a better feeling, Brian? Uh, being gone all day and coming home to a perfectly kempt yard that someone worked on all day, or when you're at a restaurant going to the bathroom and coming back and the food is at the table? Oh, that's a that's strong. That is, isn't that a good comparison? Which is better? Ah, uh, the I'm, the lawn. I might have to go with the yard as well. Yeah, because you get the yeah, cause the food if you ordered correctly, it smells good. But the freshly mown lawn 
Smells on a sunny day. Smells yes, great. and then you get to sit out on a, on a lawn chair and enjoy it for yeah. hours on end, and then it lasts a few days. So I concur with your the dogs roll around in it and get good smelling <laughs> and and all the because nothing deodorizes like like a like like grass freshly mown. And grass. I'm I'm not exactly rolling in the dough as they say uh, with two producer salaries, but I will say one of the best pro moves that I've ever made is hiring a yard crew in the last six months. Well, all I need... Oh, my gosh, the peace of mind it brings and the beauty to your yard. I've just enjoyed it to no end. This... this, had this guy been better, I would have him back. But by the time he was done, he convinced me I got to pull the trigger and go on Craigslist and find a used riding mower. If you can. Yeah, well, with your size I, I yard, look. I think that's probably the right yeah. call. And I don't care if I you know, wind up burying it. 10 and then you could under, be but... Forrest Gump out there just mowing all day long and oh my not, God. not a single yeah. thought troubling you. Yeah. You know how the COVID, one, one of the things that drove Washington Public Health. <clears throat> Do we have a button for that? Oh, yeah, we do. For Washington Public Health? No, for me, uh, clearing my throat off mic. Let me see if I can do that. Oh, there is. Um, (laughs) There you go. I don't know why equity has anything to do with pandemic fighting, but uh, it's not 1918. Back in 1918, it was, oh, well, this is coming. It'll take who it takes. Uh, See you on the other side. You know, see you in a couple weeks, and we'll reopen Seattle. Okay, fine. 2020, it's all about the equity and the whole thing. And remember, early on, we were hearing from certain counties and certain states about how the COVID, and it was uh, the old New York Times joke about world ends, women and minorities hardest hit. Look, you know, we're all suffering from a pandemic, but we, we heard early on that minorities were suffering more because they were dying at a higher rate and they were... Uh, because they were in more service jobs than most in some parts of the country than, than than most white people that they they weren't working and all that. But the death thing was, well, it's hitting minorities hardest. Well, okay, it, it, it was hitting anyone who was obese hardest. It really didn't care. Why do you have to call me out on the air, Brian? Um, what? <laughs> um, and that 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 was the the only common thing about who it's hitting hardest were older people and people with comorbidities. Well, in America, um, the, your income level it has is a greater greatest correlation to your fitness and, and uh, uh, body mass index. And poor people eat more fast food. Fast food makes you obese. And that was the commonality, not the race, but it was about equity, this and that. Well, finally, we can all uh, we can all calm down on this because for the first time in the entire pandemic, whitey is dying at a higher rate than black and Latino Americans. Uh, during uh, This is actually in the New York Times today. During COVID's early months in the U.S., the per capita death rate for black Americans was almost twice as high as the white rate, or white rate or more than twice as high as the Asian rate. Uh, the Latino death rate was in between substantially lower than the black rate, but st- still above average. Uh, we're the most vulnerable to this thing, said Teresa Bradley, a nurse in Michigan in 2020. Well, anyway, um, it, it think, things have reversed now. Now, the highest per capita death rate is amongst uh, white people. Do they have an explanation for why? Oh, of course not. We sur- <laughs> we win. No, because of course, of course not. Be- because that because it's the death of a narrative. That's what else has died as a narrative that America is inherently inequitable. 
and uh, and all that. And <clears throat> you know, I I I want to know what about the equity equitability for old people? You know, the, the eighty to this day worldwide, eighty six percent of the dead are sixty five or older. Um, less than one percent are below 30. That was known the first month of data in February of 2020. But but oh, no, 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 no. We heard all about equitability and, and equitably reopening schools. And reopening schools, here in Seattle, reopening schools was tantamount to white supremacy and all that. It was like this bizarre layer on the COVID. Now, finally, it goes away because oh, white, Whitey is finally... Uh, get Honky McGill's getting his dying of the COVID at a higher rate, even though that rate's extremely low because no one's dying of COVID anymore. Uh, all right, we'll uh, be back right after this. Same says Tony KTTH Brian Suits here. M- more more Biden on Kimmel and and the seal uh, b- the uh, audience filled with the clapping barking seals. Uh, AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right wing traffic. Hey, I'm 770 KTTH. Here. So, you know who's going to be out of a job soon is... Uh, don't say me. Don't say me. <laughs> Greg! The, no, Jack Del Rio. Longtime coach of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, um, Ron Rivera has uh, pitied him, or actually been very cruel to him, to hire him as the Washington Commanders. See, they command stuff. The the uh, the mascot is. How did they not go with Washington Generals? I know, I know. Even the Admirals. Yeah, I mean that's higher ranking than a commander. But um, Jack Del Rio uh, on January sixth, he committed the mortal sin, and you understand that uh, you shouldn't object to Colin Kaepernick taking a knee or any NFL player taking a knee because they have free speech, even when they're in uniform and the whole thing. They they get to express their opinion, but they get to express their correct opinion. See, Jack Del Rio committed the mortal sin of minimizing the January 6th, quote, storming of the U.S. Capitol, close quote. Um, this is Washington Post, by the way, um, owned by Jeff Bezos, and he's, he's in the local news uh, here today, but... Um, he minimized it, is what he did. He minimized it. He called it a, a so-called dust-up in comparison to the racial justice protests that followed George Floyd, Floyd's death. So so this is um, two days ago that he said this. Today in the Washington Post is the, is the completely level-headed uh, op-ed. Jack Del Rio can think whatever he wants, and the commanders can hire whoever they want. I mean, with the implication that he should be fired for having the wrong opinion. This is a little bit of what he said a few days ago. And and, and but let me condense it. Businesses shut forever during the George Floyd riots. See, a, a protest in, in accordance with the First Amendment is peaceable. It says it right in the amendment. People have forgotten that. Burning crap is not protest. And... Two billion dollars in damage. Oh, uh, almost Lord. twenty people killed in those riots. He had the temerity to uh, bring this up uh, two days ago. What did I ask? A simple question: Why are we not looking into those things? If we're going to talk about it, why are we not looking into those things? Because it's kind of hard for me to say I can 
realistically look at it, I see the images on TV, people's livelihoods are being destroyed, businesses are being burned down, no problem. And then we have a dust-up at the Capitol, well, there's no, nothing burned down. How dare he? And we're not going to talk about, we're going to make that a major deal. I just think it's kind of two standards. And if we apply the same standard, and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. That's all it was. Let's have a discussion. We're Americans. Let's talk it through. I'm for, I'm for us, you know, having a great opportunity to have a fulfilled life. Uh, like I said, every way, every which way I can, when I'm here, it's about- Well, dear God, he clearly needs to lose his job. Well, I'm really glad we know what the defensive coordinator of an NFL team thinks about January 6th and the BLM riots of 2020, because we were all clamoring to hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, but of, of, of course, uh, he, he should also lose his job because he's he's calling for honesty in a discussion, and he's pointing out what a double standard is. So hey, oh, clearly, the NFL needs to let him go. Uh, good thing, Boy, he's lucky he doesn't work for the NBA. And we're going to be reasonable with each other? Let's have a discussion. Oh, my God. How dare he? Oh, good, good thing he didn't say anything about China. <laughs> so. And whether or not you agree with what he said or to the degree to which he is overestimating or underestimating either the BLM riots or January 6th, he should be free to say whatever he wants to say. Calling for discussion. It's 2022. You may as well ask for Hitler to be elected. And if we apply the same standard and we're going to be reasonable with each other, let's have a discussion. Whatever. And and you know what? And this is this comes after you know this is, we're talking two years ago, and then the 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 hangover of that, and and national media talking heads actually saying on their little shows that it's not a big deal to burn out or loot a business because they're insured. I, I I heard that a zillion times, and from you know from a bunch of people, but what? Look, George Floyd wasn't insured, and, and all that. So why are you looting the Nike store? And and for folks that don't know, inventory isn't insured. And you're probably Antifa. Um, yes, there's fire insurance that doesn't give you, you know, free license to burn it. Um, but it, that's the the craziest thing is inventory isn't insured. And and there was a singular lack of understanding about how how uh, business worked. That's all, all I can. And he's, and he's yeah. calling for discussion, oh, which is fine. You. And even if you don't like his opinion, great. Let's have a discussion. Unfortunately, people go well. It's not the right kind of discussion. But another aspect of this I want to delve into, Brian, is well, and why it, do? But, but that's but I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It, 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 he he has the wrong politics. The right. First Amendment in pro sports in America in 2022 is for left politics. Everything is business's fault, and all business is run by by a white man. Where'd she get that cheese? I see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that, but that but, that level of uh, TV analysis. But right here's there. how tribal we are in this country, and this is why things only get worse from here. I'm convinced of that fact. If you witness January 6th and you're on the left, you most likely hated that day to your core. Um, if you witness the BLM riots and you lean to the right, you most likely hated the BLM riots of 2020. And then so naturally we take these two uh, events that happened and compare them. We make them apples and apples instead of apples and oranges. And is there some crossover? I think yes, a little bit. 
but can't we maintain or hold two things in our head at the same time? Why are we making these like direct comparisons to one another? Because they're different by nature. Uh, they, yeah, they, they are, Brian. Yeah. Like one, you had a president inciting a riot at the Capitol. I think it's an awful thing. I think it was a terrible thing. I think it was a disgusting day. I think people who committed criminal acts should be held responsible. I was sick to my stomach that day. Okay. I was also sick to my stomach by the uh, weeks and weeks of riots and mayhem and chaos and in the our enabling and validation of that. Why can't I hate both? I, That's I, my question. Well, good thing you don't work for the NFL, and it's a darn good thing you don't work for the NBA. Because yeah, then you might say something like, there should be some UN commission looking into the genocide of the Uyghurs in in uh, Western China, somebody like that. Uh, on your as part of your exit interview for the Oklahoma City Sonics, uh, where'd that cheesecake? You see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that, but oh my god, that's just classic. It will never go away. Like Jack Del Rio will go away. Um, so anyway, uh, when we come back, finally you can get all drunk and throw tomahawks. Nothing was stopping me, but now you can do it at a bar. Uh, we'll be back right after the same 770 KTTH. Uh, let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. Dumber than putting cameras and mics in people's faces at the gas station. AM 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here with producer Greg. It, it, you know, what are there no panda birthdays at the zoo or something? It is just so dumb. It's it's the same story over and over. Come on, you don't like that? How do you feel? Uh, I don't feel great. <laughs> I feel like I just got raped. I, what? Um, it's worse than Hitler. I, you know, I don't know what you think you're going to get that, that any, who, who watch who watches that without talking back to the TV, which is, you know, that was me today at 10 AM. You know, you're going to get, yeah, it's really expensive. What are you doing to, to avoid, uh, high gas prices? Um, not, not pay. But here's the thing, not, Brian, not people gas. watch television or watch movies because they want to see themselves reflected on the screen. Oh, it's so dumb. Car swaps. Yeah, I just bought the motorcycle because now for 20 bucks, I use like for three days to four days. It saves me a lot. Some th- what did you get from that? What did you get from that? He oh, didn't sound happy. It's it's a guy who has purchased a motorcycle to avoid driving his car to work. Well, that's, that's a great option. Um, if you don't have family, if you never buy stuff that you have to bring home <laughs> or whatever. Great. You think I haven't thought of that? But but maybe get a guy that's a little more intelligible. Because now for 20 bucks, I use like for three days to four days. It just saves me a lot. So- well, okay, you can run through 20 bucks on a motorcycle in a couple hours, not two days or three days. But uh, so anyway, many people, Greg, are combining errands to save gas. Some families even working more from home while stacking their trips. No. We try to consolidate. For example, we, we're running errands now instead of, you know, perhaps just running to Target and then heading home. You know, we're trying to, you know, hit a couple stops. Well, hell, I hadn't thought of that. Smart. Wow. So you combine errands into single trips? Using the old noggin. You can, you can do that? I can you do it on a motorcycle? Well, then sign me up. Um, so a couple, a couple things. By the way, the, the here's a couple side effects of high gas prices, and and it's not 
solar pumps, whatever the hell those are from the, the president on Kimmel last night. But um, AAA says that calls for service because you ran out of gas are through the roof. Now, I who's that dumb? But but I don't get it. You're paying for AAA. When they come and gas you up, is that out? Is that did you already pay for that? If you're already paying like monthlies or whatever, yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't imagine that it's yeah. an extra charge. It's, so people are doing that instead of actually they're pulling off to the side of the road saying I'm out of gas and waiting for AAA to show up. Uh, a sheriff's department in Michigan. I, I, I this is not a bad idea, but Isabella County, Michigan, is so out of gas for its sheriff's department. They're telling people. Uh, they're telling deputies to resolve non-emergency calls for service over the phone. And I don't know how you do that. Uh, I mean, in other words, <clears throat> two neighbors are in a dispute and someone calls and says, yeah, disturbing the peace or they're screaming at each other. What You know, hand up the phone. What do you do? Hey, hey, I happen to have a deputy on the phone. One of you pick this up. And I, I don't know how you do that. But anyway, they're what they're saying, I guess it's a really poor county or something that they can't reset their budget for a couple months. Um, so I don't, I, I, I don't know that the Ford Explorer is the most fuel-efficient vehicle that seems to be universally driven by all law enforcement in, uh, the, in the PNW. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we'll, we'll see. But, I, you know, are there other tips? that we can glean from this uh, NBC report? According to the consumer experts at NerdWallet, these are all common approaches to curbing gas costs. NerdWallet? They're also shifting to more... Yes. Sorry, stop it right there. NerdWallet. NerdWallet. Yeah, let's turn to NerdWallet. Is that the official paper of record? Yeah, it's the official app of record. So in other words, combining errands, uh, this woman didn't invent it. Uh, Other people do it too, according to NerdWallet online purchases and also using doing all of their errands online whenever possible popular food delivery apps like instacart or doordash charge delivery fees service fees or both but even if those end up costing a consumer five or ten dollars it might still be cheaper than a trip in a car or it might not you know it it might by the way um guess who is suing amazon prime for pulling the rug out. Howard Hughes. Uh, all of us. Um, two groups of shoppers have separately filed proposed class action suits uh, for the uh, for the company in May and June. I, I didn't know. I've never. I think I'm way outside the blast range of Whole Foods to to have to invoke that free prime delivery for over thirty five bucks um, at which is uh, two prime ribs at Whole Foods right now. Um but anyway, uh, I, I guess for over thirty-five bucks, they uh, Prime was doing free delivery from from Whole Foods. They very quietly got rid of that. I uh, and they're being sued, and uh, I, I got to say, they better hope I'm not uh, Amazon. Better hope I'm not on that jury uh, because that is a bamboozlement in the third degree. Uh, according to one lawsuit, Amazon pulled the rug out from its customers in October of 2021. Well, that's before Putin invaded Ukraine. Yeah, before the price. Well, yeah, price what, what the hell, Bezos? I mean, you own a newspaper. That yeah, should should have been covered, um, and uh, and the whole thing. But uh, any anyway, uh, don't worry though, because our president is on it. Because we're all going to have solar pumps. Um, th- this is uh, fairly nonsensical, but th- that's how you know it's the president on with Jimmy Kimmel. We've 
we've moved backwards. Well, on climate change, we've actually made some real moves. I mean, we have we have, you know, one in seven of all the changes that have taken place in terms of solar, wind and and, and, and wind pumps. And I mean, uh, pumps and like uh, have occurred in the last 18 months. I don't know. I don't. I gave up. I didn't have that on my bingo card. I see someone actually walking away with a cheesecake there after the cheesecake factory was looted. Unclear where they may have gotten that. So I I didn't I didn't follow any except that I I think very quietly he is admitting because there was a 23 minute interview with Kimmel. You know, he went off script several times. He He's flat out admitting that some of the people that are pulling the strings on him are delighted about the gas prices because they think somehow it's driving a more green economy or, or something like that. Well, no question that that's it's the, the wind case. pumps. Greg, but, but it's people, up the wind pump. It's people that can afford this wannabe shift to all renewable sources of energy and the like. It's. The affluent. It's those with a lot of money that aren't feeling the pain at the pump. The people that can afford the wind pump. Is yeah, what it is. If you can afford yeah. a $10,000 TV, or you, can, um, you, you can, don't care about $10 a gallon gas prices in California. So you're like, yeah, let's go all electric from here. Or, hey, I can shell out $60,000 for a new electric car. What do I care about these gas prices? You know prices? what? Uh, it costs 80000 bucks to hook a wind pump up to your house. That's I, I just I Googled it. Well, on climate change, we've actually made some real moves. I mean, we have... We have, you know, one in seven of all the changes that have taken place in terms of solar, wind, and and and, and wind pumps. And the, I mean, yeah, those are, those will set you back, but they do pay out. The wind pumps pay off in in the long run. So there's there's that. Uh, all right, uh, back in a second. AM seven seventy KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here. All kinds of local stuff. We'll hit that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, know it all. All the uh, national stuff. And uh, when we come back, it's it's going to be a new work environment at Microsoft, according to a uh, memo that we have in our hands. Uh, it's AM seven seventy KTTH. Brian sits here.